Students from VCC, Emily Carr, and Douglas College have launched a campaign to push Premier Gordon Campbell for a universal U-Pass. The campaign, called One Pass Now, is pushing for a $25 U-Pass for all students in the Metro Vancouver area. The website asked the question, You Pissed About U-Pass? and urges supporters to text One Pass Now to 212121 to support the push for a cheap transit pass. After years of contentious negotiations, teacher evaluations at UBC have made, been made partially public to students for the first time. However, students are arguing for greater openness in the program, which currently has very little practical value for them. Only professors who consent to disclosure will have their ratings made available to students. In addition, results are also held for, student, for courses should they have more than one instructor, have an enrollment of less than five students, or if it is the first year that the instructor or course is offered at UBC. AMSVP academic Johannes Rabane said that the UBC system will improve as more professors add their results to the site. The important thing for students to, is to lobby their professors as much as possible to take that step to opt in, he said. Once a tipping point has been reached in terms of the number of professors registered, the resources' relevance and usability will vastly increase. While student, UBC students were taking summer courses and working, English literature alumni Jean-Marc Dykes was biking across America to raise money for lupus research. Dykes began his journey on May 28th in Vancouver and 58 days later ended up in Boston. He told the UBC that the decision to ride came out of a desire to find a cure for a close friend, Deborah Heiberger, who was diagnosed with lupus. To date, he has raised over $10,000 for lupus research and will donate the money on September 22nd to the Bryan and Women's Hospital Lupus Center. UBC President Stephen Toop addressed a packed audience last Friday at the first annual President's Campus Town Hall at the Chan Center. The meeting served as an opportunity for Toop to formally outline the proposals in UBC's new plan, dubbed Place and Promise, which is replacing Trek 2010. With the question of this year's $25 million budget deficit looming in everyone's minds, Toop made clear the importance of linking the UBC plan to concrete budgeting process. He argued that UBC is remarkably well-placed financially, given the circumstances worldwide, and attributed the university's strong position to increases in operating grants from the provincial government. The AMS is considering holding a referendum to increase student fees in order to alleviate their $250,000 structural deficit. The fees would be tied to CPI, or in other words, in accordance to the cost of standard living. The AMS Budget Committee is expected to finalize their proposal by November 2010. Four UBC students were among 25 Greenpeace activists who were involved in shutting down operations at a mine in Fort McMurray, Alberta, for several hours in order to send a message to both the American and Canadian governments to cease development of oil sands for oil production on Tuesday, September 17th. The students boarded a two-story dump truck and a large tractor. The company did not press charges. Vancouver band Hey Ocean played at the Chan Centre on September 17th. The band's lively and distinctive brand of indie pop has put them in the spotlight on local radio networks. Fun fact, lead singer Ashley Ball told the UBC that her second job is as a voice actor for children's cartoon shows. Prices at the UBC Bird Coop are lower, but the lineups are longer. Jim Goers say that it is busier than ever thanks to the change in fees, which has reduced the price of a one-semester membership at the Bird Coop to $25. Laura Geary, the Bird Coop's manager, declined repeated efforts for an interview, but said in a statement, I think the student rate is good for the students. It gets more of our students active and enjoying the Bird Coop. UBC recently opened up five new child care centers this summer. However, the AMS said that the recent developments are not enough. AMS VP External Timothy Chu is here to answer a few questions. 
Hi, Tim. Hi. The AMS has publicly stated that the recent opening up of new child care centers on campus is not enough. Why is this? Well, first of all, the wait list for the child care centers have been approximately two years. Um, so students are waiting two years in order to be able to get a space. We're seeing around 1,500 people waiting on the wait list. And even though this, these new child care facilities have opened, the wait list has remained the same. And this has actually been concerned, confirmed by UBC Child Care Services. You do realize that the Board of Governors recently passed a motion prioritizing childcare and that there is a draft of a plan to increase spaces? Absolutely, and we think that's a good, a good first step. Um, but the issue here is making sure that childcare is affordable and it's accessible and it exists. Um, so all levels of government, including the provincial government, needs to step in. Same with the university. Um, but what we have seen from the provincial government is that they've cut uh, the major capital grant um, they've completely abolished it. They've cut the minor capital grant by 60%, and this has left UBC childcare facilities in the existing situation as it is now, where you have students waiting for two years in order to get into these spaces. Okay. Um, so is the AMS taking action on the issue? Absolutely. We're working with uh, the Coalition of Childcare Advocates. We're working with the UBC Daycare Parents Council to push the university, to push the provincial government uh, for funding to create these childcare spaces. Okay, thanks, Tim. Thanks. And um, this is the UBC News. Um, this, I'm Samantha Jung and Justin McEvoy, and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for coming down. We, uh,